Hello and welcome to Three Friends in a Book. I'm Holly. I'm Janine. And I'm Caroline. Y'all, we're three friends who like to talk about books. Um, And we also really like the quote by Hannah Arendt that says, We humanize what is going on in the world and in ourselves only by speaking of it. And in the course of speaking of it, we learn to be human. Oh my God. Y'all, thanks for making me more human. Indeed. I really appreciate it. Y'all have had to work hard at making me human lately, so I appreciate all the effort. I feel like we have to do that for all of us Mm -hmm. as moms. It cycles around pretty good. I feel like we Mm kind of, you know, we one crisis at a time. Yeah. When we're lucky. When we're lucky. <laughs> when we're lucky just one of us is down. <laughs> Speaking of being down. What? Y'all, we, if you've noticed our one friend out there, our one big fan, Josie Campbell. Shout out. <laughs> Josie Campbell. We have not podcasted in a while. Oh, y'all. Months. Um, plural. Wait, really? Yeah, I think, I think so. maybe it has oh, been. That's why I was trying to push y'all to do before Thanksgiving because... It was October. Yeah, and we didn't we, we didn't, didn't pay attention it. to you. You didn't. It's mostly it, it all that happens, most y'all. of it, y'all. That I just have been. I don't know. I don't know. I think because I was reading, but I was reading another book. Yeah, I think. And I said this earlier. I think you know we are all reading, but I think sometimes we get to a spot where we just want to read. Just like fast and fun stuff. Like right now, I just have a John Sanford novel I've been flying through. Like I have some heavy stuff on my mm-hmm. bookshelf right now. Like I have a John Irving book I'm really excited about reading. Which one? I don't know. It's oh. a girl in my Sunday school class gave it to me. And because we discovered recently at a party, she looked at my bookshelf and was like, oh my gosh, you love John Irving. And I said, I do too. And she said, I love him. Then I went to her house and she showed me her, all her John Irving and I picked out one that I've never read. Well, was it A Widow for One Year? No, I've read that one. Was it? Don't do no, that. I'm kidding. <laughs> <laughs> so I have that on my desk and I have something else, but um, I just picked up that because I know I can read it fast. I was reading that Dan Brown, the new Dan Brown. Mm-hmm. I love that. I yeah. love those books. What have you been reading for fun? Magazines. magazines magazines but what i've been doing because we've been thinking really hard at work yeah that's true mm-hmm. um i have been re-watching in just like little snippets when i'm folding clothes or whatever uh parks and rec i just oh my god i just picked up at a random like episode 84 like yeah. I, I didn't even pay attention to what i was choosing and um it's so good. I love that show. I follow Parks and Rec on Twitter, and they put up gifs and clips all the time. Oh, really? And it just warms my heart. Did you Did you ever watch it, Karen? I've never seen it. Oh, my God, you should. Well, Leslie Nope is just such a noble, noble she character. Yesterday on Twitter, it was, um, who would you, three friends that you could invite to, to dinner, and Leslie Nope put, Joe Biden, Joe Biden, Joe Biden. <laughs> <laughs> she loves him. I, too, again, I think we're just, we are, we've been thinking really hard at work. We do this major end of the year project that takes like three weeks for us to get through, and it's a lot of like intense one-on-one stuff with the kids, and it's this great product in the end that we do, but it's so tiring. But even I, like at night, reading something just fast, but also I started watching Riverdale. <laughs> Have you heard of that? I don't know what that is. It's like a teen show. Maggie, Maggie's super into it. Um, I gotta get, I gotta get back in the shows. But it takes me a long time because I'm so tired at night that I'll watch like 20 minutes and fall asleep. And the next night I'll watch 10 minutes. So it takes me 
maybe three nights to get through one episode. Yeah. I really wanted to watch Alias Grace because I love The Handmaid's Tale. Oh, Hulu. I would like to watch that as well. But I, I put it aside because it's it's pretty heavy. And I needed to I needed something light. <laughs> Riverdale, which also has a murder maybe in it. Maybe I'll read that. So this is a super That's right. interesting conversation we're having, not about books. I know. How about that? Well, this is part of the, well, <laughs> isn't this kind of a long introduction to the fact that we did not read the book we said we were going to read. Y'all, I'm so sorry. We said we were going to read Celeste Ng. What was the name of it? Um, Everything I Never Told You. Everything I Never Told You. So Janine went home and picked it up and read the first page and realized. Oh, I'd already read it before. <laughs> you already read it. No. And, I had, um, and I bought it a second time on audio so I could listen to it. Um, so it wasn't actually I read the first page. I listened to the first page. But I had a um, it, my... My grown-up book club <laughs> was reading that. So yeah. I went ahead and um, read it again. And, yeah. But you read the whole thing again? I did. And oh, then I, I said... No, I felt really bad. Oh, Me no, either. no. Then I was like, hey, y'all, let's read the other one. Yeah. Because um, there's stuff to talk about in it for sure. And, and I, I think it's a good book. But I wanted to talk to you guys about something else. Because I, don't, I didn't love that book. I like it, but I don't love it. So yeah. I thought... Everyone loves Little Fires Everywhere. Let's talk about that one instead. Yeah. So that's what we did. Ended you up love reading. Little Fires Everywhere? I did not. I did <laughs> not either. I'm surprised that I didn't love it. I was surprised too that you didn't like it. I guess it was underwhelmed. I don't know. I thought it was underwhelming. I thought you would like Mia, just like the quirky. Well, I like Mia. I do like and her doing ca- her own thing. Her character. I believe that. She, um, I something about her the the. The way the plot moves and things seem implausible, and I realize fiction doesn't have to be plausible, but it bugs. I, I am bothered by it in her books. I, so I haven't read the other. It's just she just have the two that I know or of. that we know of. Okay, I just thought it was like um, I don't know, not cookie cutter, but just kind of oversimplified, which may be part of the point. Yeah, actually, because the town Shaker Heights is. That's their what they're attempting to kind of do, right? Like yeah. mm-hmm. oversimplify life, like make it all cookie cutter and all of that. Oh, so, yeah. so they, maybe like the style is meant to intentionally reflect that is kind of yeah. where I landed, I guess. But I just didn't love it. I don't know. Now why. that you say that, there are some things in there that I commented to. I think Janine that it was just some um, almost like ripped from the headlines, mm-hmm. cookie cutter, like the mom who uh, Mrs. Oh my God, what's her name? The mom of the three kids. Um, how she's Elaine. This, like, she's Is like this, this do-gooder, Elena? but she's a Democrat. She's voted for Democrats, yeah. but she's this really rich do-gooder mom. And then the story about the uh, uh, the other friend who adopted the baby, but the mom mm-hmm. was still there. I feel like I've seen that in the headlines at least two or three times of a custody battle of something like that. So now that you say that, there are some stories that did. I thought, oh, I've kind of heard this before. And there's something about the characters... That ultimately feels thin to me. For example, Elena, um, Mrs. Richardson, Miss, which they, you know, that felt weird. intentional. Yeah, that they call her sure. Mrs. Yeah, like Mia was it, it Mia. Does, it has this echoes Mrs. of like the Stepford stuff yeah. too, yeah. right? Yeah. yeah, but there are times when we get her first name, and I didn't go back and look, but I think that it's maybe it's when it's first person. I don't know. I don't remember, but. Um, she feels simple to me in a way. Like, oh, I feel like 
we're, we're pushed at the end to believe that she is the way she is because she didn't follow her dream of being a, a real journalist. And so she's just jealous of Mia. Well, I just, that yeah. feels too simple. Like, yeah. she can be who she is and still be complex. You know, not that she has to be, but I, I did, I don't know. It just felt thin to me. Um, yeah. I agree. I, I wonder if, I wonder if it's... If that's what um, the author, if that's what Celeste would would argue is that that's more real. Like, Which is are true. people, it, you know, who are Mrs. Richardson? I mean, you once you give that up, are you more inclined to just be jealous? I mean, is it is I don't know. Do we? I agree with you. I, I, there's there's something to it. I think, um, but yeah, I did find her attempts to be to do good interesting more interesting like how she um it kind of reminded me of some of the girls talks about just the complications of doing good but what is your true motive of doing good Mm -hmm. is it really about helping people or is it more about yourself and making yourself feel better like just the i feel like she was a little bit more selfish in her her motives where she tried to seem selfless Mm -hmm. and definitely um oh this is related to um an insight caroline had a little while ago but uh it's there's i think there's a lot about what it means to be private in in the modern era and what um what should people know about us um it talks a lot about monica Lewinsky's in the news and Mm -hmm. stuff like that and um and i I just felt like she ties up the privacy parts with the ownership that mrs richardson ends up feeling over mia because she rents her home and yeah. because she cleans so she deserves to know everything yeah, yeah. like her that's her right like you're my charity case so what i'm was doing this, this like you. the mid 90s mm-hmm. that the story's taking place in so it's really like before okay so what that would we would have been in college it's very or the, early or, internet yeah because so, yeah because, because monica Lewinsky was mid 90s was she not mm-hmm. yeah so it was that right it's a few so, years after that so there aren't i mean it's not smartphones and oh, yeah. it's not the kind of internet where you can just look somebody up and they oh, can't yeah, cause ha- she had to do like hardcore journalists to find all mia's dirt mm-hmm. yeah sorry go ahead no that's all i'm just when janine said that I, I was trying to place the time and i right it would have had to have been 90s sometime in the 90s before yeah so i think she's trying to get us to to compare like Back then, I was horrified by the lengths that she went to to discover stuff about this tenant, you know, to get in the car and drive and dig up dirt on her, which I don't think, I think most people would very willingly Google that same junk and feel like, well, now that it's at our fingertips, we are entitled to it. That's a really good point. Thanks. But I do think it all is tied up with the insight you had. Um, over lunch earlier today about um, the Scarlet Letter. Oh well, when I read Holly thinks I cheated on this apparently, but I really, I really didn't. I promise. When um, you're just that smart. When they name, well, no, I just have, you said it, and what you said, I googled I've it real quick. I just taught the Scarlet Letter before. So when the girl, the kid's name's Pearl. Yeah, I'm like, well, cl- like clearly, how do you pronounce her last name? Ing. Mm-hmm. Ing. Yeah. Ing is cl- 
clearly an allusion to the Scarlet Letter. So then I, it got me thinking, like, okay, what kind of connections can I make? But it's so, you know, her mom, Pearl's mom is this, I don't know, how would y'all describe her? Yeah, bohemian, and she's an Artist. outsider, and she comes in, and she... Um, I mean, I guess the daughter, Pearl, is much more concerned with trying to be, like, quote, normal or trying yeah. to fit into the rigidity or or she's jealous of the Richardson oh, kids. Oh, yeah. She liked and the fact the, that they could go over there and just watch TV. And their schedule yeah. and how um, perfect everything seemed or something like that. Um, so, in that sense, Pearl is the opposite of... Uh, Hester Prynne's daughter, who is this wild, crazy child. Um, but I just, I think it's, I don't know. I thought it was an interesting illusion. I'm not quite sure what it means exactly, but certainly something to do with societal standards and making choices that don't line up with. And so you thought the those A expectations. was for, for artist. Well, I don't know. But I mean, that's she's a she's a photographer, artist, whatever. It does really mixed media, kind of whatever. And so, different it could things. be just because those and Miss those kinds of people yeah. often we refer to when we're talking about lifestyles that don't meet like the cookie cutter yeah. kind of lifestyle. And Miss Richardson judged her for um, that. Yeah, straight up. Um, well, couldn't understand why yeah. anyone would choose that kind of lifestyle. And yeah. I think I could, you know, sell your pictures really yeah. easily, you know, the portraits. Yeah. yeah you know. The other thing, though, that like I, I had thought the A could stand for if, if I don't even know if she intends it to go that Abortion. far. Adoption. Oh. Mm. Right. Yeah. I don't know. Maybe. Like. Right. Because. Because of the the adoption doesn't happen, yeah, and right. So, yeah, but it's a debate. Mm-hmm. You know the the um, well the the book is about mothers and children, mm-hmm. mothers and daughters. I guess really right. Yeah. Um, so just the debate that is open about what it means to be a mom and who would be a better who is a better mom like what mm-hmm. what is it what does that mean yeah mm-hmm. you know to be a good mom and how oh we're so bad about judging each other aren't we mm-hmm. um other people's mothering we're so quick to make mm-hmm. judgments on what we think is better yeah so i found that i found that part of the book just interesting she presents lots of different portraits yeah. so you can kind of see because they did that to Mia, but then they also did it to the uh, the Asian girl. Yeah, the... Um, what was her name? The birth mom. The birth mom. Bibi? Yeah. Yep. Um, I mean, they hardcore judged mm-hmm. her as, a, as an outsider for her finances, for the choices that she made. And, not, and just that, the lack of, I guess, empathy for her really struck me for her situation. Yeah, that was tough. And I I found myself surprisingly wrestling with it more than I would have expected. Yeah, it made me uncomfortable. Have you seen, have you watched the last This Is Us? <laughs> yeah, speak just back to TV. Okay, well then I don't want to talk about it. <laughs> I mean, the one, the one with Rendell and the foster kid. Yeah, um... 
Oh, yeah. Made me think of that. Yes. The question is, you know, should the child be with her biological mother? Right. Even though on the surface, it doesn't appear as though she would have all of the advantages or even some necessities, Mm -hmm. I I suppose. Um, Certainly not as stable. Mm -hmm. Um, I don't know. That made me that made me think of the right, I th- and maybe what was hard about that for me is because it it, it was untested with the birth mom in mm-hmm. this book. Like she said, she wanted her baby back, and that mm-hmm. she loved her, and that she'd been in hard times, and and but we're just supposed to believe that it's all turned around, and so she has a job, and she's and and I, I don't think my concern was that she couldn't. Um, that the baby would be brought up in a life with less money and and less privilege or whatever. I don't – probably is on some level, but I, I really felt like it was like you – Gave up your baby. Made a choice. Yeah. And I, what evidence do is there that it wouldn't happen that way again? Yeah. But I guess what evidence is, is, is the, op- the opposite evidence too, so – yeah, it's tricky. That's a tough one. What'd y'all think of of um, of Mia's choice of not giving up Pearl? I was confused by it. How so? Um. So she, I mean, she had such a plan. I feel like I'm breathing. <laughs> no, Sorry. Go that. ahead. There's a noise coming from out there. Uh, I hear something. Okay. But she had such a plan, and um, it was after her visit home, after her brother died, that she changes her mind. And is it because what her brother tells her? No, I I think, because when she was in New York, she was all alone. I mean, even when she was pregnant, she really didn't go over to the the teacher's house, did she? I mean, she was pretty much, I had this plan. This is my I'm gonna this is my solution to me not have any money. I'm gonna have this baby, get the money, and then I'm gonna go to school. Like she didn't think about the baby as as hers. Mm-hmm. And I think when she went home and around her parents, and her parents mm-hmm. said something like, "You're gonna give up your baby because it's her baby, right?" Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I think her parents made her think and made it. I kind of kind of humanized it for her that this isn't just somebody's. You're not just a surrogate. This is your baby. And I think in that moment, it made it really real to her. And that's what kind of flipped. I don't think it was her brother, because her brother was dead by that point, right? Well, maybe she talks to him on the phone or... It, um, oh, that's right. At some point, he she tells her brother. Yeah. And but he, I think he kind of said the same thing that her yeah, parents did. he did. He did. But, it, uh, yeah. It doesn't surprise me as a mother. I don't know. I, like, I... But she made the choice before... She had the baby. Like, she got in the car. Like, so, yeah, I, I guess. I don't know. It, it felt, it was, it was really cruel. Y'all, I just turned. Y'all, I just turned to the, in a page in the book, and I feel like there's a parallel between B.B. and Mia in that situation, where B.B. said, you have no idea what it's like handing your baby over to a stranger, watching some woman you don't even know walk away carrying your child. A breakout in hives every time the doorbell le- r- r- rings. <gasps> that with Mia, maybe that's what she started to like, think about another woman. Like, this is your child, and she's raising your baby, and you can't walk away from it. 
And that's why Mia was so in BB's corner. <gasps> what do y'all think about that? I think that's probably true. Was that revolutionary? Yes. <laughs> like, I literally just turned to that. I was not even, I don't have it marked. I don't know. Like, the, an, an intense connection. I mean, it's almost like, um, it's what you were saying earlier about Mrs. Richardson, and it's what one of the kids talked about in, in her talk about, um, who was that? About selfishness not necessarily being a bad thing but like there's no escape from it because you're only you and so um i have a point with that um just that just me is like intense kind of selfishness in the decision in the first place right to to have this baby um and then and then the intense selfish decision to keep the baby mm-hmm. but but that that's not bad, right? Yeah. That's like that to me makes sense. Like this is mine. Yeah. And um I don't know. A a lack of understanding of that feeling before you're pregnant, you know, like mm-hmm. before it makes sense, right? Like you don't mm-hmm. and ca- you don't get it yeah. till you feel it. And then I just I feel like that is is so natural for a lot of people, not for everybody. Not everybody would feel that way. Yeah. Yeah. But, um, I don't know. Mother, child. Oh, man, it's hard, y'all. So, the, one of the other things that just, I don't know why I, I uh, got stuck on this idea after, but, so when she's in college, she makes friends with the artist mm-hmm. and, and her partner, and they are her support. And when she has Mia and... She can't, doesn't know how to take care of her. No, when Mia has Pearl. Pearl. She doesn't know how to take care of her. And the landlady, the grouchy old landlady comes up and helps her and, you know, tells her to get some sleep and then whatever. Um, And so she had that support. And how that support, I think we're supposed to see how that kind of support that that grouchy landlady gave was much more selfless than the kind that Miss R- Miss R- Mrs. Richardson oh, yeah. asked. Uh-huh. Okay. Oh, yeah, good. So. She didn't see it as a charity case. Whereas Miss Richardson, I think that was her, yeah, she was a charity case. And the, um, she makes friends and, and cares about this, this woman that she works with whose who's baby, yeah. uh, who's trying to get her baby back. So we have this evidence in her history that she was someone who needed people. And in the, in, in the moment that we're reading, the current moment, that she, had, that she needs people. And then we're supposed to believe that for all of those years in between, there was no one in Mia's life, or maybe that, or, and Pearl's life, and maybe that's not important. Maybe they, there were. Well, they always, I mean, they weren't with people, but they always had her painting, had the, her teacher's photographs. So she had, I mean, not like community around her i mean they didn't never talked about it but that's kind of how she got through things right she would sell a painting and it would have them last a couple years Mm -hmm. so she had help throughout that no and i don't just mean financial help i just think it i just i I think it's hard for me to believe in anyone living without community yeah it's i just i just think that people crave it and and even if you don't crave it it's going to cave in on you and <laughs> well and that's, maybe that's part of the point sorry holly go ahead well did it ever say why she lived that way um 
and, and I don't think it ever really explained it. Like she's just an artist and she would do her art and then they would pack up and move. Bounce around. Yeah. Well, because I think it was, I think there are two ideas to it. And one is it's like an artistic whimsy. Like I've, I've, I've done this place and I've made the art that comes from this place. And so yeah. I need to move to the next place. But I also feel like it's a little bit of, um, lawlessness like she's she's committed a crime ultimately because the father has no right to this this child right and even so i think it felt a little bit like she was trying to not be found running yeah yeah yeah. that makes sense yeah i just think like so i think for mia pearl she made she made her community and like pearl is this i mean i wouldn't their relationship is like unusual right because of the way they've been living Mm -hmm. so their interconnectedness is more than your normal mother-daughter as juxtaposed with the richardson's right and like because even in the end when pearl did not want to leave she in the end was like okay like no real fight and just said okay yeah Mm -hmm. i don't know so like for me i think per you know mia made it but Pearl craved it in a different way, and Mia couldn't understand that. Mia couldn't understand. Mm-hmm. Um, there's something there that's interesting. I think, just like you said, it kind of implodes or explodes or whatever. Even though Mia didn't want it, her solution was to create it for herself. And then she's like hoarding Pearl, right? right. Like. And and so of course Pearl craves something yeah. else that's normal and natural. Because even growing but, up, Mia had her brother. Like she was kind of a loner, but Mia's community was her brother. She loved taking pictures of him and doing all that stuff with him. And Pearl didn't have any of that. She didn't. And and I mean, like I would think I don't have daughters, but y'all do. <gasps> and it's really, like I think the separation when a daughter starts to separate from a mother is can be really hard on a mother, right? Like that's. A thing that you hear people talk about and I I so I don't know that um that Mia can't understand that about Pearl and Pearl's craving something else and as a mother not being able to understand why you can't just be enough for your daughter that she's going to crave these other relationships I would think is probably pretty real yeah yeah I mean, I'm Anna Claire's only eight so she's still she hadn't started to separate (laughs) but so, I know it's hard to be in community and also maintain your originality and, and your uniqueness and, and not to try and fit in or whatever. But it seems to me like that should be the goal. Like, I am going to be who I am as much as I can be, but I know that if I am the only thing my daughter knows, she that's not healthy, Yeah, you know? Yeah, but there are a lot of people who don't. Yeah, I think. Yeah, one time Greg asked me when Maggie was like two and she was around other kids, and he saw other kids mis- a little bit older misbehaving. He's like, "We can just not let her be around other kids, right? We can just like not <laughs> let her be around other people." So. I mean, you could. <laughs> <laughs> that's not right. That's like, well, that's a whole no- that's a whole another other conversation. <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, I, I I think you're right. I think, I guess I'm just such a well-adjusted mother. <laughs> clearly, <laughs> clearly, you know. 
I don't know. I didn't really, I don't really remember having that with my mom, but I guess it would be the more of the mom's experience than the kids experience. You know, Mm -hmm. I don't, I felt like my mom was always like celebrating me, like leaving her alone (laughs) (laughs) rather than trying to, you know, rain, bring me back. But I don't know. That's funny. So definitely worth a read. Yeah, I think so. Yes. Yeah. I'm going to go back and read the other one now. I promise. I don't promise that. (laughs) No. I do not promise that at all. So, people, where this is normally where we tell you what we're going to read next. Oh my gosh! Normally. But y'all, we have a big announcement. A big announcement for one fan jersey. Can't wait. Who's going to make it? <laughs> we are going to continue the podcast in 2018, but it's going to be revamped because we've decided that um, I don't know, man. I just with jobs and kids just in books and we have all these other stuff that we want to do and other media that we want to consume that we have felt a little bit of pressure the past couple months. What? What? <laughs> Nothing. Sorry. Okay. Other media we want to consume. I just found that phrase <laughs> funny. That's all. Isn't I just want, weird? it's, it's not that we're no. not going to be reading books. I oh, feel yeah. like as a librarian, you should know we're all going to be reading. Still. Oh, for sure. We just mm. might not all want to read the same thing every time, all the times that we're reading. So I think what we're going to do, and we're pro- we're going to try to put out more podcasts, maybe a couple times a month, yeah. where we um, maybe talk about a TV show that we've seen. Maybe we talk about, because one of the things we also do is we share a lot of um, media. Articles, media. We do. A lot of media. Other <laughs> we media. consume a lot of media. We share a lot of media with each other. Y'all are going to have to share more with me. Why I do think. I keep saying media? Um, we share a lot of articles with each other. We share a lot of podcasts with each other. We share a lot of TV shows with each other. So I think what we're going to do is we're just going to. Yes, we do. We text you stuff all the time. It'd be awesome to talk about, like, This Is Water, which you shared with us, Caroline. <gasps> I did. Oh, right. I forgot about that. Um, by David <laughs> Foster Wallace, Foster Wallace. Um, that we are going to to mix it up and we're going to talk about different things I'm kind of excited about um, this new format y'all so we'll still do books sometimes for sure but not every time not every time yeah I think it'll be good we'll have just some so how are our current listeners going to know about our new one since it's going to have a new name but we don't know what the name's going to be that will be revealed in twenty in twenty eighteen, and so do, wh- we, we can just because I think we can just rename this podcast. We can oh, just okay. edit everything; it'll still be on the same iTunes channel. I don't know how all that works. Yeah, we can just I'm change not, the name. I'm not of sure it. how all that will work. This um, is on Buzzsprout. You just okay. so Josie, we'll edit. we'll let you know. <laughs> Friend of the pod. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, I think we are. We're going to try to come up with a name. Mm-hmm. Well, we'll I have to get our... I was brainstorming earlier, and they were not appreciating my Mm-mm. my brainstorms. We'll have to g- get our PR people on it, and so so we can get all mm. that swag ordered with our, with our new name. Our merch. Our merch, right. <laughs> swag. That's so 2000. It really is. I don't um, know. Well, no, I think... Don't people still say swag? Oh, I don't know. But, but on podcasts, they always talk about merch. Okay. Okay. Merch? What kind of merch would you like, Caroline? Fanny packs. <laughs> <laughs> Big enough to put a dog in. I don't know. We'll see. What kind, of, what kind of merch do you want, Holly? You know me. I like a good tee. <laughs> <laughs> a new tee that I can wear under a vest. Mm-hmm. <laughs> or just out in the open. I really wanted to wear Depends one Depends on how dressed up you feel. I really wanted to wear one of my favorite podcast shirts yesterday, but it was too cold mm-hmm. for me to wear it. Janine, what kind of merch 
would you like? That's a fun word to say, merch. I know. Slap bracelets. <laughs> <laughs> do they still make those? They do. I don't know. Wow. Anna Claire has a couple. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Ooh, maybe this Anna Claire has a lot of these too. So this is what made me think of it. Those um, solar things that you put in a window, like those little bobblehead solar. Oh, she has <laughs> in the bathroom. <laughs> yeah. Her grandmas keep giving her those things. So, you know the Dollar Tree? You know what they are? Mm-mm. You put them by a window. It's got a little solar panel on her, and they just bob up and down like little. Sometimes oh, little flowers. I think I saw somebody in the parking lot with a Christmas one in their car Probably. the other day, and I was like, "Why? How, why is that swinging? It was still swinging." Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's the sun. Anna Claire has them in her bathroom, and she has them lined up according to season. I would like um, <laughs> that's precious. I would I would like those shaped like us. <laughs> <laughs> I have a Dwight. Do I have a Dwight or Michael Street bobblehead in my classroom? I, I can't remember. One time I had one in there in the beginning of my AP class. It was on my table and it was normal and looked alive. And at the end of the class, the head was on the ground. Somebody took him out and nobody ever admitted who it was. And then one time I took my bobblehead to Washington, D.C. When I went on. Remember I used to go on those D.C. trips? And I took my Dwight bobblehead with me and I put him in a backpack and I ran all over D.C. with it and took pictures of Dwight everywhere. It was what my AP class wanted me to do. I even took him to a congressional hearing with Hillary Clinton and I like got it out of my bag <laughs> and I kind of held him up and got my camera. This is before cell phones, like those kind of phones. It was a digital camera and I just snapped a picture of it. And so I have a picture somewhere of Dwight shooting my hand. You're such a good teacher. <laughs> buddy, Holly. You're a very caring teacher. That's like a 11th grade version of Flat Stanley. I know. All I right. Know. I got a lot of looks wherever I went holding up joint. All right. So we're wrapping this up, y'all? I think we got it. Okay. So y'all look for us in 2018. Back. We're going to be fresh. We're going to have a new name. Goodbye, three friends in a book. We hardly knew you. <laughs> <laughs> we almost lasted a year with it. We started in March or April last year. It was, it was a good run, It's y'all. been fun, but I'm looking forward to the new format. If you're celebrating any holidays over the next few weeks, I hope you enjoy. If you're not, I hope you also enjoy. <laughs> and um, have a happy new year. Yep. Right? Yeah, absolutely. See you on the flip side. Okay, we will. Wait, what is it, Stranger Things? See you in the... Y'all, I don't watch that either. You really... I've got to get on it. Okay, over break, I think I'm going to do Stranger down. Things. And I don't, yeah, Reed was watching Stranger Things, so I think I'll watch it. I don't know, but it seems right up your alley. I need to... There have been a lot well, of... I've said this to her before. There, you have. Many people have told me I should watch it, and there are references to it everywhere. I feel like mm-hmm. I really need to be more culturally literate that way. So, over winter break, I think I might try to watch that. Okay. okay. Will we get new music? our new podcast or, or do we have, will we keep the same oh music? I love our music so very much <laughs> I'll just we'll have to I'll have to think about that okay three friends in a book so, out bye bye <laughs>